Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast, Jake Sam from Friends at the Falls. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the three handsome men oh that, my. Are, that are leading this podcast. Come on. I have high blood pressure. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you know what? My my doctor just told me recently, I'm, I'm a healthy dude. I really am. But they told me I have thick blood, like syrup, which Ooh. is not cool. So now I have to take baby aspirin. Oh, What? Yeah, to thin my blood like a little bit each day, but I always forget to take it. But I'm working on it. I'm working. You know, my doctor Anyone just there's... saw me and he said, "Chris, your liver is perfectly fine." And <laughs> I said, "Shut up!" And he said, "No, you're good, bro." <laughs> Are you sure? I, you know, I you need one of those, uh, those old timers uh, Sunday through Sunday through Saturday, like the pill containers. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, also, I mean, before we get into it, if you could see my setup right now, it's it's insane because there's this things toppling over each thing in front. It, like this might look clean right here. It's all a load of crap. I have a, <laughs> a giant stand just tilting over my speakers right now with a light ring because I figured it would look better. It was getting dark over here a little bit. Yeah. The sun comes up on my side and then sets over here. So I don't get a lot of light uh, later in the day. Yeah, nice. the lighting looks good, bro. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> so you know we have you here. We want to talk about a new single that's coming out, and also your your um, submission to the Rock Boat Soundcheck. So yes, you know, let, let's let's uh, you know we'll leave it up to you. What do you want to chat about first? Oh man, I mean, I, just, I think the single will take more time than the sound check because the sound check is still in the air. I mean, yes. we submitted as uh, as many others did, and uh, we're just waiting to hear back. I think I'm I would assume it'd be this week or next because I think the next voting round happens in early October. Okay. So so yeah, I mean, at least in the next two or three weeks, it has to happen. So uh, yeah, we feel good. We submitted a powerful resume. Nice. Uh, you know, a good application, hoping to get the job. What? <laughs> well, anyone who listens to you has heard that resume, and uh, <laughs> you can't pass on that one. It's it's uh, amazing. I appreciate it. You know, um, yeah, it, it would be such a. It really like it's it's one thing to be like, oh, it'd be such an honor, but it really would be. I like, can't say it. We're, that's the only thing I could say. It's as take it take that as literally as I'm saying it. Is that we really hope to be on it, and uh, we'll see. Fingers crossed. And if not. We'll try our best to be guests on it, but I think it's sold out and uh, rivers don't run deep with the wallet. Well, Matt, I'm not just taking cruises randomly. Well, Chris has two extra beds in his room, just saying. <laughs> Whoa. I, I do. Awesome. I do. There we go. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So, I mean, looking, looking out for that, um, I'll let I'll, you guys be the first to know if we make it to the next round. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And we've had such, some great support. You know, uh, we were told by some of our uh, boater peers to post in the, in the group. So yeah, we did. So we're that. not very, Matt and I aren't very good. Oh yeah. Matt's not here for anyone watching. who doesn't know Matt. <laughs> he, he would usually be right here, but uh, yeah, we, we were, we're not usually ones to like 
go out and be like, hey, like listen to our band or do this or vote for that or you know. Uh, so that was it's it's it took some getting took some comfort because we were we were told by a lot of voters you got to put yourself out there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh lord, like all right, I'll try yeah. my best. <laughs> but yeah, without bothering anyone, I tried my best to just reach out and say, hey, you know, we love this environment. We want to play this environment. And goddamn, to play even in the same vicinity as Neon Trees is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, being a a band and having that opportunity to submit to something so unique and so special that has been going on for the last twenty, I guess I guess it would be twenty two two years. Yep. Yeah, because Rock Boat One it, was one. It'll be in twenty three. Carry the three. So, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's honestly just so kind of them. And every every uh, one thing I've noticed that's all encompassing is that every uh, I guess I'll, I don't want to call them workers, but uh, every person who works at Six Man that we met on the boat was so kind, man. It was insane. Oh my god, everyone had had their own piece and their own personality, and uh, it was really cool. And you know, what, speaking about the boat, the uh, what's today? Monday. Today uh, is Monday Friday, the twelfth. On Friday, I went to Andrew McMahon's birthday bash in uh, in Anaheim. No way. And something corporate came on stage and they did like seven songs with the original lineup. That is That's epic. awesome. It was insane. Dude, and for me, I mean, Andrew came out with uh, birthday and then he went into bruised. It, I, was, I was freaking out. And then, dude, I've had some bad luck. I saw the Killers uh, a week or two. No, it's, that's like two weeks ago. And I was super stoked for that. I always, that's my 16th time. I'm always front row. And there's video footage of this. A huge fight broke out. And it, this big, how it started, this like bigger dude wanted to get his girlfriend, her friends to the front. So he lowered his shoulder and was wrecking people. And then he took some punches to the face. And like, so then innocent sure, me. This wasn't Woodstock 99. Oh, oh dude, insane. The kids wearing a Joy Division shirt. So get this, the kid looks at me and I've never been in a fight, nor would I ever want to be looks at me and just like gives me this power stance and goes, ah, and runs at me full speed. And I'm like forearm on his chest. Like, dude, no, 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 please. It's okay. It's okay. Stop, stop, stop. Brandon flowers stops the show. The whole, like 35,000 people at this arena. And this kid gets kicked out. It was insane. And the reason I bring it up is then some dude started Fights at Andrew. I have bad luck right now, man. Oh Starts goodness. a fight at Andrew McMahon, comes up to me and all my friends, and then he's like making faces and being like, "The security will be on my side." And everyone hates him. He's already started fights. Everyone else, and, and then he's like, "Who I, fights at an Andrew McMahon concert?" <laughs> I know. Did, That's it, so kind of what I'm thinking. So punch, punching people in the world. middle of swim. Like, what's dude, happening guys, here? Andrew's talking about his family, dear Jack, his friends, all this stuff, and this dude, like, the dude claimed to be. Andrew's like old friend and he like moved to the front he's like Andrew and like Andrew you could tell was like dude no, bro no 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 so yeah too many cocktails I've had some bad luck at with fighting at concerts not me but like you know I just so happened to be there and that does not happen on the rock boat ladies and gentlemen no it does not no it does not man every if anything if, if there was a fight that broke out man I'd like to think everyone would break them up and then say hey It'd be What's a fight that? of high fives. Yes. <laughs> Today He's is National most... High Five Day, by the way, Chris. Did you know? Whoa! Yes. There we go. There we go. 
But yeah, we need uh, one of those sound mixer things we can do, like you know, pow pow. Ask Santa for that, Chris. I, I find myself going going on tangents, so I'm sorry. But for the single, um, yeah, we have a new song coming out in October ish, like mid to late, and it's called "Cheer Up Hollywood," and that is really confusing for us as a band because we had the song's original name was "Sport Car." singular okay. sport car and then we decided that that might be something we use for a different song or project or something so we took that off and then we took a different song title cheer up hollywood and made this song cheer up hollywood and then i had to change the lyrics to do that and it was a lot man so behind the scenes like we're we're gonna call it sport car for a while and then for the people they'll know it immediately as cheer up hollywood <laughs> you should just it's put so, in parentheses Cherub Hollywood in parentheses right? oh not God. sport car you know it's, it's bonkers man so I mean there's been so much going on but that song is out for final mixing and then I it's I genuinely feel so lucky when it when this happens I am on a golden age writing streak right now you can't stop me I'm that confident right now like I, I'm writing Hit after hit after hit in my in my world. What I love to write and what I think will resonate with the people. It's insane. And I can't wait to see how long it lasts. And it'll stop. And then I'll be terrible for a couple months. But it, or, right now. Or you'll I'm never really, have to work again. <laughs> there, there you go. Dude, I'm I'm seriously writing some of the best material in a while. It, it's it's just great. So what not that you hard. weren't not that you weren't writing great material before, but what what did you see in your life that changed that has you in, in this moment? I've been, uh, I've been really comfortable lately. That's been nice. Um, I feel like. Like physically, like things. with the clothes you wear or. That's I just got this shirt a couple of days ago. I feel really good about it. <laughs> I, I really like the shade of green, but um, no, I just, I haven't been very uh, stressed or. And I'm not really one to be stressed or I don't have like any anxiety like the kids these days. A lot of artists and musicians talking about anxiety. People have it. Yeah. I feel lucky that I don't. Um, but that said, uh, I just have been felt, really, felt really good. You know, I've, I've been eating good food. I've been uh, having I've been in a good place economically. You awesome. know, uh, nice. I have a cat. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Tell yeah. everyone you just got a cat, I mean, right? I wish yeah, I could move the camera, but she's right below the dog. You know, they're sleeping right now. All that so, yeah. crap behind the camera might fall down if you move it, you know? It will. It, no, it, it will. It's I'm telling you, dude, it's right here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, not to not keep uh, reiterating, I've just been very comfortable lately. And, I, and sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't, you know? Sometimes I'll sit down and sit. You kind of can't force the creativity. Sometimes right. I'll sit down and say, I'm going to write a hit right now. And I write absolute garbage for a couple of hours. Now, out of the, the, out of the songs that have been hits... Mm-hmm. In in your, as you said, in 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 your in world, my world, right? Out of those songs that have that have been hits, have you seen any parallels between what has inspired you with those songs specifically, as opposed to the ones that you might not see being hits? It's a good question, man. Um, let me start by saying this: uh, every time we release a song, I like to be through the roof and say, "This is the next big thing." Like. Right. To release a song and already be like, you know, this is all right. Sure, we'll get the, we'll get it on the next one is wrong. But um, there have been certain ones where I'm elated, where I'm like, no, we actually did it this time, Matt. Like, we did it. And some of those have been 
true enough where we've gotten a couple million streams. You know, it's been like great, good enough. But some of them, and I can think of two in on top of my head, just didn't do it like at all. And, and it, it bugs me till this day. Just a little more. It's one of them, man. It never, never did it. And I don't know why. And I stand by it. But there are some where I look back. I'm like, okay, what were you thinking? Like that probably shouldn't have been. Well, you know, I think, I think, you know, I, I, I'm not an artist, but you are. And I think, I think you're doing it for the right reasons, I would say, because you're happy with the work, right? So you'll always be happy yeah. with it. You know, obviously exactly you want it. that, you want those millions and millions of streams because that's the other half of being an artist is to be recognized. But I, you know, I, I would be willing to bet that Picasso had hundreds and thousands of paintings that he loved that no one really ever bought for under a hundred million. Um, I believe that. Um, and you know, something that is uh, that you're really hitting the, the nail on the head with is that you, you can't fake it. Like uh, as much as I wish, like sometimes I, I could say like, Oh, I'm going to write this song for the people and what people like nowadays, it never works, man. And like, it's almost, it's sort of this like little conundrum you're stuck with where like you can try your hardest to write a hit, but it just won't happen unless you love it. You're connecting with it. It's what you genuinely want to be doing. And, uh, I won't lie. There's been a couple of songs that like I've had to like sit here and make up a narrative and sort of pull stuff out of the ether that might sound good, but nothing is better than pure untouched inspiration where like you just got your heart broken. Go write about it. Yeah. You just had the best day of your life. Go write about it. It's, in it's insane. I almost hate to, it's like a, I'm a walking cliche. I used to hear people say that when I started and I'd say, okay, buddy, like <laughs> whatever, dude, it's and, and so true. And, and you can clearly see that with the artists that you um, have surrounded yourself with, with Andrew McMahon, yeah, and the songs oh. that he writes, and then uh, American authors. Um, yeah, you know, so like who are on the boat again? Yeah, they, they are. Speaking of the best boat. day of my life, yeah, <laughs> dude, people really resonated with them and, and really connected with them. So it's I'm happy to see the people. I'm happy to see both the people getting what they want and the rock boat giving the people what they want. Yes. You know. Yeah, thanks. So, so cheers up, Hollywood. What is the foundation and, and like the story behind that that title? That title. So, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, man. That is one that just sounded good one day. I, I started, cool. and it was it's a combo. I was writing lyrics, and I was revolving around cheer up, and I was like, cheer up, Hollywood, and, and like my nickname. It was a nickname I had given to me by my barber of 22 years. He would finish cutting my hair and I'm going to do my best to do his accent because it's iconic in the town where I grew up. He'd say, ah, you're ready for Hollywood. And, he, and you get up and he had he even had a little caricature of himself that said, you're ready for Hollywood. And so uh, I, I, that's always resonated with me. I don't think of myself as like Hollywood, but like, <laughs> I, you know, it's like I think of, I like that. I like that. I had that that nickname from him. It was something we shared. It's a good guy. Every time I go home, I get my hair cut from him. Um, so now when you were coming up with the name for this song, did you turn to Matt and say, hey, look, we're going to name this song because I look good? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, no, no. Okay. All right. I, I don't have that much of an ego, unfortunately. But, uh, but that said, uh, I did love it. I was like, this has a great look to it. I was just che cheer up Hollywood. It's almost like it feels like it's one word. Um, but yeah, uh, so that felt good. And then when we were writing the song, this actual song has been around for quite a bit and I had it pretty, this was one of the ones that was instant inspiration where I was like, Matt, 
get into the other, like, come here, you're not going to believe this. It was like, I've been in my room for two hours, maybe. It's a fully written song. And so that was rad. And then this, I find in my point in my career now that I have such a backlog of like ideas and songs that uh, once I start writing a new one, I'm able, it's almost like building a Lego set. I'm able to pull from other things and, and just switch them in. And then you come up with this crazy new thing. Uh, but this song is wild, man. It's got a, it's got a lot of, uh, I don't want to use the word. I'm just trying to stop using the word nostalgia because it's overused, but it's got a lot of heart. It, it, it'll bring you to, it, it'll make you feel like you're watching your favorite movie of a teenage runaway, you know? Uh, but it's great. And uh, this is, we really changed our sound with this one uh, in particular. And I, uh, it's kind of like deep bass, but like uh, deep arpeggio bass. Feels like a club banger. And then it ends up in the chorus being normal, normal us. I even attempted using auto-tune as a creative tool this time, but I kind of backed it off towards the end because I got a little self-conscious. I'm not like T-Pain, but uh, it sounded cool. Trust me. It was like Friends of the Falls from the future. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. What is it like for you and Matt to work in tandem to go outside of your comfort zone as you were just talking about? Is, is that... Is that like a conversation or is that just like, hey, let's try to change this a little bit on our next song? Well, you know, what's interesting is we've always strived. And I think we've explained this before that uh, we've always strived to be an alternative rock band, not an yep. indie rock band. And I think there's a major distinction. But uh, that said, Matt and I have a whole EP right now that's sitting of incredible alt rock. Like I'm talking like like live long legendary songs written the ones that last you a while and i i think that's the difference between alternative rock and indie rock but indie rock might be catchy you tap your foot to it but it might go away in the next couple of years you know uh so the reason yeah. i bring that up is because i unfortunately tend to write uh indie pop a little easier it comes to me a little quicker um, and the alternative rock songs you know you i think i have a lower return rate where when i, when I write a good one it's like, whoa, we got one. Like, this is amazing. So uh, it's always been kind of easy. It's so like, it's easier to turn out the pop stuff. So to answer your question, um, going for alternative rock has been the challenge. So we're kind of trying to turn, not entirely turn the page because it'll always come back, but we're trying to kind of release the last indie pop songs we have so we can finally kind of be in the genre we want to be. Like a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're kind of putting, we're going to announce it in October. You know, I don't, you guys will be the first one to hear it. We're going to release one last full like indie rock EP, and then we're going to really go hard and uh, and put together all the alternative rock stuff we have. And I mentioned to you before that I was dealing with a lot of vocal damage this year. Yep. So we're only we're only putting out. It's shameful for us. We're only putting out two songs this year. This will be the second one. It was Sunkiss Dreamland and this, just because I was battling that. But the good thing is because we weren't releasing a lot, I was writing a lot. So I have, and I can tell you right now, hold on, hold on, stick with me. I have, and these are completed songs. This is not just like an idea. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, where's the other one? Here we go. Seven, eight, nine. We have 11 fully ready songs to be like mixed and shoot out. So 2023 is going to be insane. It's going to be unbelievable. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, dude, I thank you very much. It, it, it took a lot, but these are all like good songs. Like, I really, I'm so happy to say when one of our songs suck, 
I have a whole. So am I. Just kidding. <laughs> <I'm> totally kidding. <laughs> I had a moment. I took a moment. I'm sorry. No, hey, you know what? You took. It. You saw a moment. You took it. Uh, no, we have a whole folder of crappy songs, and I think we're really releasing the cream of the crop. But the only issue is, and going again, one more time back to your question, is that the alternative rock stuff. It's not out of our comfort zone necessarily, but it's not the full natural thing. Uh, I think it takes a lot of guts and a lot of good writing to write a good alternative rock song. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of people that can do it. I know I, I know there aren't a lot of people that can do it. So uh, I'm trying to be one of those people, and it takes hard work, and uh, it's coming along. You know, you sound other, good. The other portion of this is, uh, you know, how are the TikToks going, man? How are the followers? Is the count, is the follower count going up? Yeah, the answer is yes, and and we're we mu- I think we're gonna hit our goal. So on Instagram, we came out of nowhere. We're doing well on Reels. We went up like I think two or three thousand followers in the last couple months, which is Reels are amazing. If you it's can, insane. it's it's true. If you can work for Instagram and figure out how to break into the real yeah. analytics you would be great like a part-time job you would have millions of viewers um well what's crazy is that um we with the with TikTok and all we'll just say social media in general we found it tough for us to to hit our stride where we're trying to find out what our content is and uh for a while we're making videos with our buddy who's very successful in what he does and sometimes it's applicable but sometimes it's not to what we do and we don't want people to, to kind of, we want to be able to, you know, be comfortable with what we're doing and have people enjoy it. So recently we've had a lot of fun. Our new thing that we're kind of producing a lot is that we're testing each other on songs and drum fills, whether it's, and there's so many levels of what you can do, whether it's like, uh, it'll be like, Matt, I want to see if you can guess what era this song is from, what decade. And we'll do three songs and then we'll do Jake's band is the favorite band is the killers. Can you guess every song in less than 0.5 seconds? Oh, I saw those. So we've been doing a bunch of those and some of them are good and some yeah. of them aren't. And, uh, and we're kind of just trying to find it because dude, we, we had some weird successes that we're like, not really even proud of. Like we had some like, <laughs> like green screen two videos are trending. So we did some of those and one of them got 10, I think it's a 12 million views. Sweet. And, but believe it or not, it didn't do anything because it's like, they're not here for you. They're here for right. the quick entertainer, mm-hmm. you know? And we need them. I'd rather get 10,000 views and have more people like it, you know, and be like, exactly. I like this content. So it's a battle. But there's a, there's a, there's a stickiness over time. Um, if you start to get that, that kind of traction and that kind of views over time, that yeah. there'll be, it'll, there'll be some stickiness to um, the amount of people that continue or, or kind of subscribe to your channel too. Yeah, I believe it. And, you know, we, uh, and there's like another one that wasn't very music, but did well. And we think was like, it showed, we're all about showing our personality too. Uh, we went and we tried, we wanted to see if we could finish a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts in, in, in one sitting and pretty quick. And the first time we failed. And then the second, yeah. And, the, and that one did well. That video got like, I think like six or I might be wrong on this. I think it's in between five and 7 million on reels. And then on, TikTok, it got like, I think like high hundred thousands. And with that video got us a lot of followers. And like, we got some messages both saying like, oh, I love your personality in this. And another one saying like, you are the effing worst. I hate you. <laughs> so like, it's insane how polarized. Those are, those are the ones, those are the ones you want to get, man. That's, 
That's how you That's know what I'm saying. The ones that cause a little bit of a little bit of yeah. this. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we try our best to just be ourselves. We we don't we want to be comfortable with what we're filming. I think that's number one priority. Because when you feel like like oh like this is embarrassing, it just makes it ruins the whole thing. Will there be a music video to accompany this song? The answer is yes. And yes. we are really excited about it because all our lives we've been so amazingly financially efficient with our videos. They haven't cost us, I think, more than three or four hundred dollars to make. And we always are resourceful, very resourceful. And this one is the first time we're kind of doing like a stop motion feel. Like so we're it's we're oh, nice. We're doing like sh- like fast shutter speed camera, like just photos like Jurassic while, Park. We, while we sing along. So it's going to be kind of stuttery and we're going to get some VFX stuff in there. So it's going to be a real fun, creative process. Um, we've always thrown around like the idea of also doing like a bunch of reverse like aesthetic shots where like we might write the lyrics in the sand and have the wave wash it away. But in the video, the wave reveals it instead backwards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to throw in a lot of bells and whistles and just have a good time with it. I The last time we spoke, I think it was your last music video you put out. Um, yeah. And we were done talking. And I think you had mentioned that it took you maybe three or four, four days to do. Yeah. And I, I think I said to Mark and or Eamon or both that I was just like, I was kind of like blown away by it. Like, because that's, that was, yeah. it was a really good video. And I'm just Thank like, I feel like that should take like a couple of weeks, but it, yeah. did, it didn't. I mean, it was I great. Wish, I wish I could take the credit for that one. But the last video for Sunkist Dreamland was a million steps above what we typically do. And that's because we had the help of a friend and his name's Spencer. He does incredible work, dude, incredible work. And uh, I really can't take any of the credit for the uh, efficiency of that video. But it was done efficiently. We usually are, no matter what, efficient with our filming. I think typically filming will take two or three days, and same with and editing will take two or three days. And we just usually bunker down and turn all the lights off and just go. So, what inspired you to write this specific song? I feel like uh, the last. I'm thankfully after this song, I'm starting to get out of my romantic life. But I went through a lot of like. Uh, Tell us all your secrets while you're here. <laughs> Just kidding. I went through a lot of, uh, I think I mentioned to you guys about Sunkish Dreamland, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of um, questioning if, like, not, I won't say if I'm a good person, but uh, what is good and what are you doing that may not be as good as you think? So, uh, yeah, a lot of that. This one had a lot of imagery. I remember trying to, like, reference paintings, and I remember trying to reference... Uh, sorry, I'm just rifling through the lyrics in my head right now because for me the song has been done for a month. You know. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I mean a lot. A lot of it was trying to picture like paintings in an urban environment and kind of like uh, I want to say the verses are like dark overtones of like uh, I'll use the word self-reflection again, but not anger, but just kind of like you know. There's this lyric, this lyric in the second verse where it just says. I did it again. I did it again. And it's like, uh, it's kind of like someone saying like, stupid, stupid. Like, why are you doing this? And uh, so, yeah, it's a little bit of that. And then the chorus is kind of pleasant up and say, you know, cheer up. Everything's going to be all right, you know. Uh, and then there's a, geez, there's a lot of like genres in this too. I feel like it goes from like borderline, like, I don't want to, not hip hop, but like electronic to like 
pure alternative rock and then uh, experimental at parts, man. I have this one section. I wish I could play it right now. Um, I have this one section uh, that was the last section I wrote that is debatably our favorite. It's the second half of the second verse that I like plugged my vocal through an amplifier and like like overly distorted and like bit crushed my guitar where it just sounds like just a lot of noise that just is somehow pleasant. <laughs> it's insane. It's a wacky part and it sounds great. That's awesome. That was one that's one of those parts that like comes out of thin air and you're like, where did this come from? Because we originally it was like this crappy little indie pop guitar lead that I was like, this is like too childish, too playful. And now it's like a part that like I feel like if I were if I heard this from another band, I'd say, wow, how did they do that? That's insane. You know, and that's the stuff I'm trying to get better at, like saying, you know, Jake, you did a good job on this. You know, put your chin up high. You know, you, you did good. Uh, uh, so it's a little bit of both. You know, know when you suck and know when you're pretty cool. There is a guy that like what's his name? Kenny Rogers. He's got that song. <laughs> got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? I love that, man. It's so true, though, but it's it's always amazing to see individuals who are so passionate. I mean, and we and we typically only have people on our podcast who are passionate about whatever it is, whether it be a, a first time rock player, whether it be somebody who throws house concert parties, somebody in the industry, um, someone such as yourself, which hits on so many, you and Matt hit on so many realms of why we do this podcast, fellow boaters, artists. Yeah. Um, and and just people who love music and you know i just think it's i think it's just really badass what you're doing and i think i mean i lo- i like your music and you're welcome back here whenever you want you're um, the best. and well and, let it be said man what you guys are doing is remarkable too i mean to step up to the plate and uh really take on what is I mean, can I? Are you guys? Can you guys call yourself the official Rocco podcast, or is that not allowed? We are officially the unofficial Rocco. We are officially podcast. not allowed to call ourselves the official podcast. <laughs> I figured that'd be the case, but for you guys to step up to the plate like that when really no one else has uh, that I know of uh, is pretty incredible, man. Because it's not—I'm sure it's not easy. I know it's not easy to do consistent content and and to reach out to people and get the and schedule it all. You know, even us. I mean. We're usually a breath of fresh air. Well, Jesus Christ, we haven't made it easy for you guys. We showed up late the first time. We rescheduled the second time. And only half of you now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, right? Honestly. Oh, my you God. Gave a, Jake, you gave us a cat. Oh, man, dude. And I'll let you know, man. I was in the lobby for 10 minutes because I said, you're not going to be late. You're not going to be late. I'm telling you. I wish you had the cat sleeping right no, now. You're good. Oh. You're good. It's just, um, you know what? And, and, and in all honesty, you know. Um, again, we don't, we don't have a crystal ball, but you have that relationship with us because you've been on the boat and, and and you, and you have that past to come on whenever you need to help get your music out there. I mean, Um, you guys are so kind and you guys, you know, uh, for anyone listening or watching it's this kindness transcends on screen or like anything that you think we want you to hear. You know, I was just a guest on the rock boat standing watching one of my idols uh andrew mcmahon and where i met these guys and we bonded there was no uh bells and whistles there's no podcast it was just pure friendship so i would like that to be said as well because sometimes you know you meet on a platform and people are going to watch it and you have to almost you know put on a face and you Mm -hmm. know no that's not this at all i feel as comfortable with you guys as i do with my own goddamn parents (laughs) 
Thanks. I love them to death. I might be coming back to New York to visit them. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, make sure you guys, make your way down to Philly again. Oh, dude, sure. that is, I might, you know, honestly, I might be passing through. I might go see, I saw, like I mentioned, I saw the killers. I was supposed to see them more times, but you know, there's a, something called, and I, you guys, break, all concert goers, brace yourself. There's something called, uh, I'm thinking, I want to get the title right, dynamic ticket pricing. Have you guys heard of this? And this is very real. This is not like speculative. No. Have you noticed? I don't know if you know who we are, but we don't really pay for our tickets. <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally. Well, I'm gonna, I'm We're going to cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a lot of the, you won't find it in the smaller venue, but a lot of the bigger concerts, like I'm a huge Springsteen fan and yeah. people are giving him shit and which him and his team a little bit, a lot of artists, not, I won't say artists. I'll take that back. A lot of the bigger, uh, the bigger game musicians, whether it's the label, whatever it is, this dynamic ticket pricing is sort of like they want to keep more of the money in the hands of the artist, which is fair, and the label, which is fair. So instead of them coming out with like a price that, let's say, for GA, you typically at an arena, it's 150 bucks. They're coming out way higher at like 400 bucks, 500 bucks, six, whatever it may be, uh, because they want to lower the price as the time gets closer to the show. So people buy it from the source and not from StubHub or Vivid Seats or whatever. And I see where their head's at. But at the end of the day, man, it's like you're killing it. Like you're killing the whole beautiful feeling of con- tickets come out this day. I'm going to buy them as soon as I can. And like it's just they're, it's so much money, man. It's so much money. So the killers, they're not so bad. But like I typically I've been like I said, I've seen them 16 times. I'm a veteran. And at the uh, I've been I haven't paid maybe more than 140 bucks for GA. And that's the highest. I'm typically at 100. I mean, some of the shows are 250, 300, and I just, I just can't do it, man. So I'm hoping to go in DC. And if I pass through Philly, I guarantee you, I'm stopping. Beautiful. Nice. I have my word. And those, and those killer concerts, man, are killer. Like they're, oh. they put on probably some of the best shows that I've ever seen. They you know what I think? Are sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt you. But the one thing I'll say is no, but you will. Go ahead. <laughs> just kidding. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it brief because I know I know you're, I got fine. you're fine. You're fine. I'll keep it to a simple mission statement. The Killers are the greatest band of the 21st century, and they are the ones keeping genuine rock and roll alive. And there's a reason, and I'm not bad mouthing other bands, but more just saying that the Killers are the greatest, which I stand by, is that there are bands that are their size that legends don't bother reaching out to or maybe collaborating with, you know. You run through the track record of the Killers. Every legend is, every legend that at least matters in my world. But many, many renowned legends have asked to collaborate, play. You know, uh, even just come play for one song. Johnny Marr is opening for their whole tour. It was insane. When I was in LA, Lindsey Buckingham came out. Wild. It was, it was wild, dude. Lindsey Buckingham, Buckingham recorded with them. Bruce just recorded them. McCartney played with them. It's just like there are a lot of bands at their size that no one is. Even they do. They they did the speech for the cars. They rock and roll hall of fame asked them to pay tribute for Petty. I mean, come on, it's insane. So uh, there are other bands that are very talented, but I don't think anyone has really kept rock and roll alive like they have. It's insane. And Chris, you were saying. <laughs> um, I'm still a huge believer in if you want to go see a ton of awesome bands. Go to a music festival of any kind. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, for I mean, I got to see Post Malone, The Killers, AJR, 
and like 80 other bands with with Eamon and at Firefly and then you know Whoa. and then n- not even really at that time knowing how awesome I had always heard about this rock boat and I had never right. been on it at, at that point and so on land or at sea um it is the best value you can get for a concert like that personally I for me that. like 500 no, bucks for four days and you're gonna see all those bands where you would probably pay at least 100 bucks to go see yeah and you know and, something, uh, Firefly has an incredible. They're they're a great festival. I, you know something? I'm also a bit of a fraud. I've never been to a music festival. The Rock was the only thing close to I, I that I've been to a music festival, and that's because I have like, like some like rigid, lame, stupid rules that are like that I should even be abiding by. But one of them is that I don't want to go to a music festival until I play one. I want to play as an artist first before I go to one, and that's just some stupid, arbitrary rule that I made. Oh man! Because we were just about to invite you to come on down to Texified in November, <laughs> which we are the official podcast of. Um, we are the official killer lineup there as well. When in November? November third to the fifth. This is a good thing. I'll be at a wedding, so no matter what, it would it, it's all right. But that's a tough offer to pass up. But I've had the chance, man. I just haven't gone. Like I was supposed to go to Firefly 2014, and all my friends chickened out. They were like, "Let's go, bro!" And they were all talk. I bought my ticket. None of them bought their ticket. And at the time, I wasn't as independent maybe as I am now to just go do that. And, uh, dude, Killers were headlining with Paul McCartney. And uh, I forgot oh, the that one. It was an oh, But you were there? Oh, yeah, I was there. That's incredible. Dude, I, I was – Two-door I, cinema I was club, probably, Andrew McMahon. Yeah, I was probably – I was probably about 30 rows back from the stage uh, for McCartney – into the killer that's insane i've seen McCartney four times and mccartney just he just he just keeps playing he's insane he's insane insane. so mccartney i saw four times but one of them was transcendent in terms of being special i saw him at the city field show that is on dvd for the one where he was doing the anniversary for shea stadium and that was insane it was just insane i remember being on the subway going down and i said to my dad i was like dad I want to hear paperback writers so bad. And this dude came up to me and said, you're not, you're not hearing it. Good luck, kid. Like he doesn't play it. And he freaking, he played it. It was like a, it was like a gift. He played paperback writer. Then I saw him at Yankee stadium. I said, I hope he plays the night before he's never played that. And I, I, at that point I was looking at the set list and I saw he played it the night before, like the night before. <laughs> I flipped out, man. I mean, it's insane, but yeah. That's, that's actually um, when I went to that, firefly that was my first one and uh that's when i fell in love with kind of the the band echo smith oh and, they're uh, great yeah and then now they're coming they're starting to come back on tour now too so yeah. it's, it's funny to see some of these bands that took i hiatus come back too so they, I just call them back, guys. hell yeah dude and you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it even though matt would really he give me he gives me a look when he, we have we have really good looks where we know what we're saying without saying things <laughs> And he'd give me a look right now, but I'm going to say it. We are planning a very long tour for 2023. And we said, you know what? Uh, we've been on, we've supported bands and we, you know, we've come across opportunities and lost more opportunities than we can count. Cause just, you know, that, that is what it is. We said, you know what? We've booked our own tour before. We did like a month and a half tour. We first started nice. and it was so hot and cold. There'd be zero people. There'd be 50 people. You never knew. 
Um, but we're way, we're, this is four years later that since we've been doing it. And we decided 2023, no one's going to do it but us. So let's freaking go. So we're doing uh, what's looking to be two circles. You know, it's not East Coast, West Coast. It's just like if you cut the country in half and did two legs. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, again, he might kill me for saying it, but, you know, what can you no, do no, now? Your, 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 guys, your guys' motivation is inspiring, man. Yeah. Thanks, Every time man. we, we talk. We try uh, our best. Just, you guys are just grinding so, so hard. And I think it's going to be a testament to to your your upcoming success. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, you know, let it be said, and I'd be I'd be a real jerk if I didn't shine a light on. And this is me, you know, this is stuff I've tried to work on in, in years past. And now I think it's coming to fruition where I might do most of the creative stuff. And I've talked to you a lot about my process. Matt is the heart, soul, backbone of everything we do, marketing, and the reason we have people even listening to our music. So without, it's so symbiotic, because without him, there's no me. Without me, there's no him. So yep. we, we both know that very well. And uh, and Matt, if you're watching this, I'm very grateful. <laughs> he's a good, he's the best partner one guy can ask for, man. He's really good. We miss you, Matt. We miss you, Matt. Hell yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to let him know that you guys said hi, even though you didn't even ask me to tell him, you know, <laughs> yeah, you go, you go do that for sure. Oh man. That's funny. <laughs> hi Matt. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. He's, I'm picking him up tonight at 10 o'clock and then we're oh. going to get fast food and talk about our, his college roommate just got married. So that's our, really our first, uh, of the two of us, our first like friend wedding, like a close friend wedding. I haven't been to one. Wow. Yeah. Where can people go to check out all things Friends at the Falls? Well, Chris, I'm glad you asked. Um, you can go really anywhere and just type in the words Friends at the Falls. And that's Friends at the Falls, not of, not from, Friends at the Falls. And uh, you can pretty much find us any, really anywhere. You name it. Um, that said, and this I'm really not going to say anything about, that might not be for long. Whoa. Oh, in the best of ways. Dun dun dun. <laughs> but but for now, that's how you find it. Okay. Oh well, yeah. So, thank you so much. What for a your cliffhanger! Time. <laughs> it's a big cliffhanger. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Great conversation. We appreciate your time so much, and we're looking forward to Cheers Up Hollywood comes out sometime in October. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate it, and uh, thank you guys for having me on. I'm not on my phone right now. I was actually. School, rude, rude. I'm, no, so I'm pulling rude. some. I'm, I'm pulling something up I'm to done. show you. He's doing a TikTok right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just, I'm just scrolling Instagram. No, I'm pulling up something to show you guys after this is we sign off because I want to see if it works. But you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Here, wait. Can you hear this? Said you've been waiting for me. Too.